<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. get her name oh right. kayla <laughs> unbelievable kayla braxton. Uh, it's kyla braxton isn't it it's kayla braxton is it yeah I'm kyla would be like k-y-l-a that's kyla kayla braxton i've been calling her my my other baby mama the wrong name all this time disrespectful yeah you wow. have wow disrespectful <laughs> twice man twice what for a stooge kayla Wow. Twice is not good. Twice is not I good. was really banking on the fact that if you got it once, you were good forever. So listen, now let's let's get our doctor's hats on since everybody on social media is immediately PhDs. Uh, you can get it twice. Thanks, Kayla, for, yeah. for being that guinea pig for us. <laughs> I, I do appreciate Kayla for the sacrifices she has made. Uh, yeah. However, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it oh. one bit. No. It has gotten 10 times scarier knowing that you can now get it again it's it was actually it was confirmed i mean it was confirmed a while ago because someone in asia specifically china had gotten it twice there was reports of that um it kind of was swept i heard the that rug. was a different virus though it, it was rona it was, it was rona it was definitely rona it was rona it was related. the vid it was they the got vid. the vid it was the 19 uh. um, yeah so it, it was confirmed then and it's reconfirmed in the states now hey everybody in florida and arizona texas california oh you guys how you doing? So, yeah, thank you to everybody who decided to go out on Memorial Day weekend because you have now canceled my trip to Florida at the end of the month. <laughs> and now you Actually, canceled Joe's hang on trip. a second. You canceled Joe's trip. On you Wednesday. You will pay. You, you bastards. You will absolutely pay for your crimes. You I will go after pricks. Florida, man. I'm looking at you, Biggie. I don't care. <laughs> uh, you have pissed off Joe Black, and there's no having that whatsoever. How dare and you And the guys. Reaper gets his due. Always. I have. I actually had a friend that uh, went, hosted trivia this Thursday, and they were in South Carolina. They flew down there, and they flew back uh, today. And the flight. Was, I don't think that was one of the like. Right. Uh, so that's a difference. Red like, states. Carolina is not. Yeah, Carolina is not one of those those bad states. Um, but they did have like twelve people on the plane, and now, but they still also, no matter what, have to. They have to quarantine for fourteen days. So that was the sacrifice of taking the trip down there uh, to Myrtle Beach. Was basically, yeah, we're gonna have to when we get back in New York. 
not go out. <laughs> not that. Yeah, that was honestly my only fear about going down there. Mm. You can go down there, but when I come back from there, I'm not going to be able to leave my house for two weeks. Is that what you're saying to me? So I was just like, nah, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Not worth it. No. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, the Reaper always comes around. Always comes around, baby. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Um, so let's talk some some wrestling here. Uh, Rona is the news. Rona's been the news for the past four months. Rona's the reason why you and I are so separated, but still together. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this this week not good for uh, the dubs, the dub dubs with the ease. No, it was not. Um, so the problem being is that they've tested many many people. I think twenty is it twenty six. Uh, uh, out of all the people that they quote unquote tested, twenty six uh, on the positive. I heard end. sixteen out of two hundred. Sixteen. Those numbers could be wrong. Okay. But those are the ones that are in my head. All right. So if that's that's the number, okay, I will go with that. So sixteen out of two hundred. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Two of them being uh, Kayla Braxton for the second time. Congratulations, and one Renee Young who posted it on the the twitters. Um. Said that she, she uh, bad bad week for me. First, they had uh, we didn't even talk about this. That backstage was canceled. Um, no, we haven't. Yeah, that, that, that was, uh, was came that, at a weird time. Came at a very weird time, but also, I mean, it was didn't seem like it was going to last that long, especially with the way ratings were going with that show. Even after Punk's big break in, and that that wasn't really anything to to write home about because it was just kind of like a one off appearance or you know, times three. But people kind of wanted that to be more than it was, and it wasn't. Um, and Christian got punted in the head. Christian got punted in the head, and uh, after all that, it got canceled. And she finds out after taking the, the COVID test that she has she has the Rona. So I called it. Congratulations! I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, I I I don't. I I appreciate the congratulatory remarks. However, sarcastically. Yeah, uh-huh. but um. So when all the news broke out that uh, John Moxley wasn't going to be at uh, Dynamite last week, yes, it was. At, it it did not come out that Renee Young was right that that she had tested positive. Right. So I cracked the theory, and I was correct. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be correct. I do enjoy it a lot of the time. But in this case, I did just so happen to be correct because yeah. I used my Sherlock Holmes instinct and I deduced that it was Renee Young who was one of the people who had tested positive. Because mm. I think at first they were like uh, like two people had tested positive. Mm. They said one at first, then there were like two. Mm. And it was, I don't know, it was a little fishy to me. So I did a little, a little deep Black, dive. Joe Black research, huh? Yeah, right. JBR. <laughs> the good old JBR, J- JBR and D research and development. So <laughs> LLC. So <laughs> the whole alpha. The whole, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk. Well, it, this is I mean the whole thing. We're going to talk about the first couple of minutes here is about this. So um, we we all know that WWE was hit harder than AEW was. Uh, the only reason why AEW was hit AEW was hit was because of. WWE, and that was indirect uh, correlation to their world champion. So, my, my most fascinating uh, moment of the week was coming to find out that there was uh, a gag order on the talent backstage to hold off on reporting their COVID tests. 
and that was that was probably brought down by they're saying uh, Kevin Dunn, one of the producers in WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also the one that is uh, reportedly responsible for putting out there when the fans were there two weeks ago um, in that whole fiasco, not to wear masks. Um, he, he said it on, over the loudspeaker uh, several times in the in the uh, studio there. Um, so this is not a, not really a good look. Uh, for Mr. Dunn, nor WWE, and it's being kind of put on the on the side because it doesn't seem like it's not not that it seems it, it's, it's not a major sport. But but meanwhile, you have these athletes that are participating in WWE. If this was baseball or football or basketball, man, how did, would roll? <laughs> yeah, over. and the whole thing would be shut down too. Shut down, shut down. All this talk with this baseball talk and all these things that are going on, and they're finally uh, looking to reopen stuff. Uh, basketball in, in a couple weeks, NHL in a couple weeks. If one of those players, and baseball, it, but it happens also. That's the thing. It's it, it has happened. The the Phillies, the Rockies have reported having uh, players that that have uh, rep- uh, uh, been tested for COVID nineteen and tested positive. Um, it, it, but it still looks it's still being pushed pushed forward. Um, yeah, I, but then there's people like like MVP came out as soon as that gag order came down from from the brass, and he immediately released a video of him taking one of the tests. Right. So it was like they want to show how much their precautions are towards taking the tests, but they also don't want to show the superstars taking the test. I don't know where the – it's a total gray area to me. There's an anonymous uh, person, I guess, going around in WWE that is uh, saying that they are on full – uh, HIPAA information lockdown. Uh, HIPAA uh, medical jargon, basically that they are not allowed to tell your medical information. Uh, that they are the company is on HIPAA information uh, company wide. Multiple stories are going around that is, it was noted that there is no one quote no one holding us all together unquote. Hmm. Um, it, it goes on to say the grim situation around them is also unavoidable. unavoidable. We are down here, this is a quote, we are down here literally risking our lives. WWE superstars, staff, and production feel this same way as frustration is going deep, unquote. Um, this is also on the on the on the uh, the news also that they have they've tested at this is a couple weeks ago. Uh, they've tested about three hundred uh, Orlando airport employees and about two hundred and sixty of them had it. Had it? Had it. It was two forty like- and two sixty. Had it had the had was tested positive for COVID, so you land. They tested positive. Okay, so like they they took the the COVID test, not the antibody test. They took the COVID test. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> COVID I'm just sure. Yeah. So I think the the term testing is being thrown around loosely with WWE, as these these wrestlers are getting tested, and and I think uh, I, I actually heard this on uh, Dan Levitard. The idea of, of air quotes testing somebody does not constitute just the thermometer to your forehead anymore. It's got to be more. And this, this is a direct result of that. Like we, we go into places and get on the soapbox again here, but we go into places where they just uh, several times I've gone into places. They just do it like a temperature check. I'm glad they do it. Uh, but is it more so for show or, or does it actually I know it's one of the, the, the factors of the whole thing, but. People are asymptomatic that don't show it, don't have a temperature. They they still have it, so it's it's not it's not foolproof. Yeah, no, it's not. But I mean, hair salon started to open by me now. Mm-hmm. I did go to get a haircut, and uh, I had to fill out like a whole bunch of shit. Okay. I had to take a temperature test and all that shit. It mm-hmm. was it was crazy. 
and uh, that's just the fucking time that we live in right now. Yeah. It's it's absolutely nuts. Absolutely, it nuts. really is. They're um, talking about full on HIPAA violations if somebody releases a COVID test. So which what? I mean, I get it. So did we not? But like, what? That was good. No, it was just. It's been taken, which rightfully so, it has been taken to the ultimate extreme because this is such a hellacious uh, situation that's going on right now. Right. So they got to keep everything close to the vest, which is why I, I really don't blame Kevin Dunn, you know, whoever came down with the, the rule about not releasing any videos of taking the test and stuff like that. I guess I get it if it, you know, if it involves HIPAA, you can't you can't disobey HIPAA. That's you, just that's you, rule number one yeah, about anything. Yeah, you can't. But imagine being like in this company, just being so frustrated with the, how they're they're handling all this. Um, I I I have attained the full email. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's it's pretty wordy, but I will go over the points that that pointed out that uh, kind of st- were stark here. Now that WWE, this is all quote in the email, now that WWE has more talent and staff are starting to test positive, we've been informed by talent relations not to discuss our illness with anyone besides those we may live with that we may, may need to know. We are forbidden, forbidden bold, to tell anyone else, nor can we come out publicly to make any statements. It was stressed that, that WWE will take care of any medical treatments should we need them. In the same breath, it was made clear the company would handle the PR and only those that needed to know about our condition would know as HIPAA laws would prevent them from making our names public. We do appreciate WWE's assistance uh, helping those of us during these unprecedented times. Um, if they put us... Uh, in first place if they i'm sorry wwe put us in this position in the first place that makes more sense <laughs> they put us in first place ahead of everybody ahead of everybody in not dealing with this they continue to tape multiple shows a day that averaging 10 to 12 hours plus for at least two times two sometimes three days in a row those in the audience are kept in air-conditioned tents away from the active talent and staff that are housed in other sets of tents on pc property performance center property most people were not tested until last week, as they were told they didn't believe the validity of some of the testing being done. They figured they would have their own so-called testing, which included temperature checks and a medical evaluation form, but no testing for COVID-19. Look at where it got them now. Unquote. Holy, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, this was their testing. This is their testing. This Look at me in the eye. Look at me in the eye. Uh-huh. Nah, nah, he's got it. <laughs> he just he's wave, got it. Wave Get him, him out of here. Get him out of here. Next. Wave them All off. right, look me in the eye. What a damning email. All right, you're good. It's a quick email. swipe left, swipe right type scenario. Good God, man. What, what a damning email. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll wrap this part up here. In closing, I would like to give you some information on our medical screening process, as most of have been calling it a questionnaire. One of the questions asked is, have we done anything that would put ourselves at risk for contracting COVID-19? That includes being around large gatherings of people and not wearing masks, where it's uh, suggested that we do so. Some have attended packed beaches, parties, and recently opened amusement parks here in Florida. They know better than to post pictures on their social media accounts, Kayla, as they shouldn't be attending those locations in the first place. They'll talk about where they've gone, but won't mention it when it comes time to be screened. It's unfortunate, very unfortunate, that WWE puts business first 
and the health and safety of everyone's second. We will come together. I cannot say the same thing about WWE management. The train is not only off the tracks, but has gone all over the cliff in a blaze of glory, unquote. That might be the greatest email I've ever read. <laughs> that is a fucking killer email right there. I now, mean, when when people use the phrase, I'm going to go write a strongly worded email, this is what I want to see. This is the framework. This is what I want to see. <laughs> this is the framework. I don't want to see, I did not have good salmon. It was not okay. <laughs> I want to see this shit. This is the it framework. goes out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> this is the framework. Right use here. some age-weighted references. <laughs> Can you? I mean, holy shit. This is just... Holy hell. Beyond, beyond anything. Again, this is just... Business is business, dude. It really is. You put you put money in the pocket of whoever said that you are an essential business to stay open, and if or that's fine, you can do what you got to do because that's fine. But if he did it, then Tony Khan can do it, and then not only can Tony Khan do it because it's the same kind of business, but he is protecting his athletes, and you're not. It's not a good look. Yeah, not a good look at all. It, it's not. They're actually when they have those bands, you see it when you watch Dynamite. They have those colored bands. That means they were tested. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. They, they, they were tested. Yeah. So, like, which gives them the right to be there. Not so much with, with WWE. And you saw some, actually, during these, this week's tapings, you saw some wrestlers sporadically have masks on. Whoa. Yeah, what, you did. When did this, when did this start? <laughs> Why? This which is funny because you've been started. allowed to do it. Exactly. You've been allowed to do it in AEW the whole time. Mm-hmm. And people actually don't wear masks because they know that they're tested. Right. So now people are wearing masks even though you're supposed to be testing everybody? <laughs> question mark upper register, question mark upper register of my voice um <laughs> yeah it's it's not, it's not good uh speaking of other crappy things backstage so it, it was reported uh you know, a couple weeks ago Heyman was demoted fired from his his spot um mainly because of it looks like this according to this article on uh, ringside news uh that mcmahon was not looking to have storylines take as long as Heyman wanted. Heyman wanted a story storylines that would take uh, time to build, that there was a bigger payoff in the end, which I've always said I, I love that. I, if you if you look at uh, Evolution's uh, part of the um, of the Ruthless Aggression documentary, and Triple H goes into uh, uh, that he wanted to be a slow burn with Batista and Triple H, that that paid off. It paid off in the fact that it, it took forever. You knew something was going to happen, but it didn't happen when you wanted it. It just kept going and going, and it was right. Whereas that's the kind of attention he, Heyman wanted. And McMahon grew tired, according to this report, tired of waiting for Paul Heyman's build, uh, plan to build superstars. He wanted big superstars, and he needed them now. And so then he was removed as executive director of Monday Night Raw. Um, and then he goes on to say that there is a different feel as to how to pitch uh, ideas to McMahon. How he wanted to basically um, build them up. As, in, as he said, quote, he wanted to sell the concept to Vince as far as the idea. And he also wanted to inspire and motiva- motivate McMahon during the pitch sessions. And now it's just basically throw it at McMahon, see if he likes the idea. And hopefully he's not bored. So, uh, Mr. McMahon is the wall, and the ideas are the proverbial piece of shit that uh, they're throwing at him just to see if one of them sticks. Pretty much. Nice. No. That's that's a good feeling to have in a locker room. Also, it's not to say that the writers, uh, one tenured writer, told Ringside News, quote, Pritchard dictates to the writing staff, Heyman liked to collaborate, unquote. And, a quote, and uh, also saying that uh, 
during this time with the coronavirus is not a good time for a change in leadership um, in the middle of all this. Yeah, but, you know, Vince McMahon is all about his timing and things. Mm. So it's it's a whole clusterfuck of things. It really is. Uh, Speaking of clusterfucks. Yes. Um, so I just want to point out that Bubba Wallace is not the Jesse Smollett of NASCAR. Okay. It was not planted. Hmm. He did not plant it. Right. And anybody saying that he is like juicy is uh, completely, f- uh, completely false in that accusation mm-hmm. because the dude wasn't even a part of a racing team when they had allegedly put that thing there. And it's supposed to act as a pull down. Although, interesting. Interesting use of a pull down, I guess. Sure. Right. I so, mean, I have I have pull downs for my fucking ceiling fan. One of them has a light, the other one has a ceiling fan. Neither of them are neither of them are, are a noose. <laughs> like so it was it was said I, I know you want you you're more of a NASCAR fan than I am, but I've obviously followed this story. So mm-hmm. they're saying that he was this, this this noose was in this garage, this particular garage before he was even in there. Like this is yep. not a thing like stall number four. Okay. So yeah. So Wallace wasn't. I mean, they they switch up, right? They switch up like different drivers, switch up different garages. Well, yeah. I this was at Talladega, so they're at Talladega once, twice a year, maybe. So you're saying that? I a, think I think once a year. So, but a driver could could randomly get that garage. So it just so yes. happens to be that Bubba Wallace actually got that garage just out of coincidence. Exactly. Wow. Okay. So then also. I love the people that were saying that it's uh, it, it, it's it, we're vindicated. It's everything's fine. It's there's no racism here. But it, why is there still a noose? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why was there still a noose there? That's that's it's, all. It's a touchy situation, to to put it in uh, light terms. Because mm-hmm. you have people. I for, I don't even want to begin to defend the fact that there was even a noose there. Yeah, I just don't. I I know that, that, it makes no sense. I I see the use for what it was intended for in the original point as a garage pull down, mm-hmm. but yo, make a fucking uh, make a square knot, make a slip knot, make a make a fisherman's knot. Anything. So many different fucking knots you can tie. Not a goddamn noose. <laughs> noose. Oh, America. Um, what else here? Uh, they have uh, WWE has changed dates for recording now because of all the the new COVID. Kayla. Again? Didn't we say this like two weeks ago that they changed dates? Freaking Kayla. Uh, the new Are plan, they doing it again? Uh, again and again and, and again, again? And again. They're just going to keep changing the dates. So now to get back on track here, the new plan and schedule is to film two episodes of SmackDown this Thursday, July 2nd. They will then record two episodes of Raw July 3rd. This new plan will see them back at the WWE Performance Center within the next uh, week to do it all over again. To do it all over again. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Since you're dealing with the novel uh, virus, that must be taken into account. Wednesday, July 1st of next week is going to be another COVID-19 test day for the main roster. That's the COVID-19 test. Difference. <laughs> Difference in test day. It's now an actual COVID-19 test day. Uh, it was noted to us that WWE could switch it up and have an episode of Raw SmackDown, each filmed on the second and third, respectively. At the present time, WWE is planning to do SmackDown on the second and Raw on the third. Unbelievable. I just, they got a hell of a schedule coming, my friend. 
Everybody else kind of, people are still out of work. WWE's like, we're putting the pedal down. We're going to go balls to the wall. Would you want to be a fan? If you were given the opportunity, would you want to be a fan uh, in, the, in, the, in the PC at this point? Yeah, and if you could wear a mask. Uh, no. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to see where the line was. All right. I'll, I'll tell you this, though. If I was serious. getting paid by WWE, yeah. yeah, I probably would. If you're getting paid. Okay. All right. Okay. If I was getting paid by the WWE as an NXT superstar, right. I'd be like, all right. Okay. Fuck it. Nikki Cross just brought us pizza. I guess it's okay. <laughs> I guess we're all going to be all right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everybody's yeah. going to be all right. <laughs> everybody's going to be just fine. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, for, I mean, <laughs> for for what they're getting paid to stand there for ten to twelve hours, uh, three days likely a week. I, I would love to know what they're getting paid. I would like that to be part of the anonymous email. Like we're getting paid five hundred dollars per day, and we're there standing there ten to twelve hours, and we don't have masks. See, do you think it's that, or do you think they're just like uh, you get your regular salary, but you know, come bonus time. You're gonna, you know, be taken care of. Mm. You think it's something like that, or they're just gonna be like, "Hey, we'll give you this amount per day, and then fuck it, that's it." I just want you to know, by the way. What? Did you hear that? Yeah. What is it? That was that was thunder. That was thunder. That was you got th rain by your house. It's not raining yet, but that was thunder, my friend. That crack. You got rolling thunder like that. I want to leave that in the show. <laughs> that was thunder. That sounded like, you think like the fireworks that are going on in, in, throughout the country randomly at night? No, that was thunder right outside my window. <laughs> that I have to, Whoa. I have to basically wipe off the piss that's on my floor right now. Holy shit. <laughs> you, well, you might as well just leave it because after that thunder comes rain. And if a lot of it coming, <laughs> you're going to be fucked. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever experienced that loud of a thunder crack in my life. I just experienced it recently. Wow. Like Holy the crap. first. The first uh, thing of rolling, like the first real instance I've ever felt of rolling thunder mm -hmm. in my life. And it sounded like a tractor trailer was just driving by me at 150 miles an hour. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like two tractor trailers, <laughs> like the trailer parts just like yeah. crashing into each other. Exactly. Oh. It's it's disturbing. So that should be good for the rest of the show. Yeah. <laughs> me being on edge and anxious the entire time. There we go. Sure. Um, yeah. So Jimmy Uso was wearing a mask. What the? Fuck. That's what it's going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jimmy Uso wearing a mask. Um, yeah. So he actually comes. That was probably, that was actually my next story. Um, Roman Reigns. I just, I just took that out randomly. <laughs> Roman Reigns commented on that on Uso's Instagram. He said, quote, I get it. <laughs> he said, I got it. the only person wearing a mask as far as the main roster and Roman Reigns. I get it. <laughs> I love how you have to quote that. That was his quote. It's That's not like, <laughs> I know, but it's just like, Roman Reigns, I get it. You know, right. we all get it. Yeah, no, right. No, but, they, but he actually. <laughs> his three words. That was the, the end of the, the, end of the, uh, the Instagram post. I get it. <laughs> I get it. He speaks about as many words as John Cena has moves of doom. <laughs> all three. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't see Reigns coming back. I, you, you won't see Reigns probably. I, I see, I see uh, Becky Lynch coming back before I see Roman Reigns coming back at this point. You, that's 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 kind of realistic to think. You imagine? I mean, like it's she's gonna have a baby what in uh, December, January? Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, this this virus, unless there's a a a, uh, a cure for it anytime soon, you think Reigns is gonna come back in 
it's still going on out there. You have people. Uh, Hell no! Going to the beaches, going to the beaches, posting it on Instagram, and then coming back into the uh, the backstage area to report on you and and basically. Plus, talk, he's in Florida. Talking your I'm face. I'm pretty sure he lives in Pensacola. He lives in Florida. Yes, he's in the epicenter. Okay, that's even worse. He's in the epicenter of all this <laughs> with his immune uh, immune deficiency. Oh man! Anyway, wrestling, NXT. About time. Good God. For the first time in forever, um, they they beat them soundly. Um, 786,000 viewers to uh, AEW 633. And a, and a go-home show, pretty much. It is because uh, it had to have been because of that last match, if I'm being honest. The last uh, match of NXT. Of NXT. Uh, yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah, I would say so. I think they, I think they knew what they were doing. Um, I was surprised with all that. I'm surprised that they didn't do it on uh, night one of Fighter Fest. But uh, no, you, you definitely, yeah, because really, this this AEW wasn't like a, a superb show by any means. Um, it was okay. Had it, a couple good spots. Yeah, no, it, yeah, but it wasn't like like over the top. Like this was over the top, and uh, we'll we'll get into it in a little bit. But yeah, NXT this week NXT was was over the top for it to I guess win for the first first time in, in several weeks. The first time in forever. Several months. Um, last thing before we get really quickly into uh, all the wrestling stuff. Did not really that there was much of it. But Tessa Blanchard. Tessa ah, Blanchard. yes. Very good. Go on. Okay. Yes. So Tessa Blanchard is was excuse me is was was the Impact Heavyweight Champion, not Knockouts Champion, Heavyweight Heavyweight Champion. Yes. Need to make that clear. Mm-hmm. So she had been planning a wedding, I think, with her fiance, Daga. And it was very interesting to look at this from an outside perspective. Mm -hmm. Because she had went to Mexico with her fiance, because I guess that's where he lives. And they had agreed, uh, Tessa and Impact had agreed that they would you know, work out where she would film some stuff, send it in, blah, blah, blah. Mm. She never filmed the stuff, never sent anything in, and then she just no-showed all of their tapings. I think it was two weeks' worth of tapings that she just no-showed. Wow. Then after everything was coming down to it this past week, she no-showed again, Mm. and now they have come to terms with Tessa Blanchard. Mm. Completely removed her from the company. And the... The quote that I have was from PW Insider. Relations between Blanchard and Impact had become increasingly icy in recent weeks, especially after Blanchard did not send promos from Mexico, where she had been residing since the COVID-19 situation for the 6-1 episode of Impact on Axis. That footage was slated to to have been edited into a sit-down interview conducted by uh, Josh Matthews, via satellite when that material was not received impact had to re-edit the episode with other content and have host segments of the show and change new voiceover cuts impact uh sources cite that there were attempts to make to get blanchard to return and drop the title and that the two sides were not able to come to terms leading to impact wrestling opting to cut ties and move forward wow so that was it. 
And <laughs> now she has popped up on WWE's radar. Yes. And AEW's radar. So we shall see who lands, some might say, the hottest free agent in women's wrestling. Uh, according to, uh, during the Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, Dave Meltzer stated that there is interest from other companies. WWE is in the picture, but he's not too sure about AEW. Uh, the All Elite Wrestling seems to have a different standard that they follow. It's noted that WWE, if WWE signed Blanchard, then nobody is likely to say anything about it. On the other hand, AEW signs Blanchard. Uh, quote from Meltzer: I think people go berserk on AEW signing her. Uh, it was noted. It was then noted that there is a different standard for AEW fans. Uh, Tessa's past locker room behavior might cause an issue. They seem to have a different opinion on social responsibility within AEW's fan base. Well, they may be right, but we'll never know. And uh, now she's going to be branded as the fucking Antonio Brown of uh, of professional <laughs> wrestling. And I don't like it because I am a Tessa Blanchard fan, even <laughs> though I don't know a lot about her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of you. I don't know you, but I like you. Um, <laughs> I don't know you, but God damn it, do I respect you. <laughs> do, I, do I respect you? Oh, uh, Vince Vaughn. So, of all the things that we had going on, in the week that was at WWE and the, the one less show to get to watch. Did you watch a lot of backstage? Nope. Hmm. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. Only one I, I saw I saw the episode that CM Punk came back. Yeah, I saw that one. I saw the second one. And um, that was it. Pretty much it. <laughs> that yeah. was it. Um Yeah, one one less show to 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 hang your head on. Uh also we forgot about uh, Charlotte Flair. They they kind of uh Explained on this Monday, which we we'll get into uh, Monday Night Raw, she's about to have surgery, so they had Nia Jax do, a, do an angle where they just uh, basically attacked the crap out of Charlotte, and so she's going to have is that sh- shoulder, uh, something like that. But what better way to get her off television than to uh, have her fight someone who is known for hurting people legitimately? <laughs> this is very true. Who should we have? That's <laughs> the Pritchard. Uh, uh, spiel. Who should we have? Let's get Kyrie Sane to break her elbow. Nah, that doesn't work. No. No, I got it. <laughs> yeah, let's get the butcher to come in here, and not AEW's butcher, the butcher of the women's division, and the hijacks to come in here, and just destroy her. Um, yeah. So, I, I, so much for them being so high on giving her the belt that because um, you know Becky Lynch was on her uh, was leaving, and so they needed another like top face to kind of hold it down while she was gone, since she held it down for the last year and change. Um, and no, oh, you're, you're hurt. Oh, okay, shit. Nia, come here. Break her arm. Go ahead. I think that's why they're doing the whole Sasha Banks angle. So you're just going to have Sasha Banks and Bailey run roughshod over all of women's wrestling because they will have owned the top two women's mm-hmm. singles titles and the women's tag title all at the same time. At the same time. It would be a better version of Lay Cool. If I'm being completely honest, well, yeah, because they have, pretty much have all the titles. <laughs> they have the, they have all the titles all except the, for the NXT Women's title. That's the, the only one they don't hold. This is very true. <laughs> this is very true. Watch out, Io Shirai. Io Shirai, because if Sasha Banks beats beats Oscar, <laughs> she's coming for you next. <laughs> or she just joins them. I have Io Shirai join that click. Um, oh, that's a good one. What would go. you call them? Le click. Um, oh, no, come on, you could do better than that. <laughs> I'm being lazy. Uh, the show started off with Ziggler challenging Drew McIntyre for uh, for the title Extreme Rules Horror Show. Well, why now? Why why Horror Show? I, I forgot to ask you. Extreme Rules Horror Show? Yeah. 
I don't know. Why is it called Extreme Rules Horror Show? That's why. Extreme. So I'm asking what? you. I'm asking you. Why is it Extreme Rules Horror Show? That's what it says. Yeah. Did you? Are you not aware of this? No. Yes. I was not. Oh my god. Call yourself a. I don't like this. A podcast. I don't. I don't like it. Call yourself a. Fan well, what are they doing? Fan I don't myself. want a horror show. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're doing something with Bray. It looks like. Ooh, if they're doing something with Bray, that's a hard show. Well, I would be into that. Well, Bray is already doing his, his swamp match that he's challenged uh, Braun yeah, Strowman. Yeah, so, which is going to be a horror show. Uh, I need to see I, Braun Strowman break an not... alligator's mouth in half. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> that's, does, that's how you have to. That's how you need to win a swamp match. That does not constitute a, a whole pay-per-view. Being, well, I, I shouldn't even say that. Backlash was called the greatest show, greatest wrestling match of all time. Um, uh, this is true. Anyway. Nah, he didn't have it. What? Nothing. What were you saying? What are you, what are you saying? <laughs> I didn't have what? Well, you were talking about the greatest show ever. Oh, no, no. Right? Oh, yeah, I'm not playing. No, absolutely <laughs> not. No. No, God, no. No, please. <laughs> no, yeah, we're done with that. <laughs> you were waiting for that. Um, the next pay-per-view where we hear a good song, we'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like burying things into the ground. Um Street Profits take on uh, defeat finally Viking Raiders in an actual match. Uh, Asuka finally defeating Charlotte Flair in, a, in an amazing match uh, for the first time. Uh, Akira Tozawa <laughs> defeating R Truth to become the new 24 7 champion. Uh, I've always liked Akira Tozawa. I like this new role that he has now. I love that he has a little, that, that little ninja behind him. <laughs> he has like, the little one and then he has the big, the big giant one. Um, yeah, uh, that is a giant dude. Also, he was in the last guy. episode of uh, uh, the last ride. Was he now? He was. He was in that room with. Oh yes, uh, yes, yes. The whole round table all of big men. share and yeah, yeah. Uh, Damian Priest, Bronson, Killian Dane, all those, Reed, all yeah, those. Yeah. yeah, there you go. All the big men, the big men collective. Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, people falling by the wayside because of Paul Heyman, Liv Morgan lost to Natalia. What a what a Jobber role, like it just he, she was saved by. I hear Paul she's going to be. I heard she's going to be put back with uh, Ruby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not excited about that at all. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, once her face comes back too, miss the whole opportunity with uh, with her and Bray. I'm still upset by that. Um, yeah, but she's not going to be no Abaddon, and that's who we needed. That's who we needed. We needed Abaddon. What a freak! What <laughs> that girth? Um, and then, <laughs> And then, wait, wait, wait. Uh, athletic girl, athletic girl. I can't believe I still can't believe you said that. Um, never. Ne- here's a word of warning for anybody that might want to go into announcing or just talk to a woman in general. Never say, never tell a woman that you have girth, athletic girth. Um, as we pointed out last week. And then uh, Sasha Banks. Unless she likes it. But she, she was, has to initiate it. See, I think I, I think that's the point. Right. Right. Exactly. So I think that uh, just like black people can initiate a black joke. Um, the idea is that agreed. <laughs> the idea is that you don't tell anybody, especially a woman, that their size is being talked about because of your girth. Uh, Sasha yeah, no. Banks and it just Bailey, doesn't happen. No, not at all. Sasha Banks and Bailey defeating the Iconics. Uh, Apollo Cruz defeating the, our new jobber Shelton Benjamin, and then uh, they were doing a wrapped up the show with Dominic. Uh, and Ray, and uh, you get Alistair Black coming out, Humberto Carrillo fighting off Seth Rollins and the Disciples, and then the uh, <laughs> the finger poke of doom, <laughs> the new finger poke of doom with the stairs, um, was about to happen. It's a hell of a finger <laughs> by the by the way of a pointy stair. 
And then uh, Black and uh, Alistair, Alistair Black and Humberto uh, saved the day. Um, so we're looking at... Uh, I'm still waiting, though, dude. I'm still waiting for... Triple threat match? Or, uh, I'm waiting for... What's going to happen? I'm still waiting for Dominic to turn. <laughs> he needs to wrestle first, and then he has to turn. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. it'll be good. It'll be good, man. Get it this, really will. Get to set extreme rules and just have him turn and join the disciples. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. NXT, your winner. It's all about the, the heel turns. It, it really is. But it's, it's about a good planned out heel turn, right, Vince? Douche. <laughs> um, oh, NXT, look at that. Uh, what what a what a a main event to have to kind of get the ratings back uh, on your side here. Um, the only the only way that Damian Priest would lose would be to have him injured. So Cameron Grimes opening up the show against Damian Priest. Uh, taking yeah, and the and the only way to suppress a rib injury is to tape the ribs. Is to, that's we've right. learned that we've learned that we've yes. learned that and that you must hold you must hold your ribs the entirety of the match. Yes. Um, Santos Escobar taking out uh, Jake Atlas. Uh, the only thing I, I thought... I like of, that match. Yeah, so did I. So did I. Uh, the only thing I thought of was when he comes out, I, I wish that he would just have his mask on and then he takes it off every single time. Like, his part of his intro is having a mask on and he takes it off. Like, every time? That's like part of his intro. He just has, like, at the ramp, he just has a mask on and he takes it off and then he does his thing. Yeah, that's a little much. That's like much. Ray taking off his mask to reveal... No. Another mask. <laughs> no, but Escobar has already revealed himself. What I'm saying is like he's. I, I, I just thought it was. A, it would be a cool look if he just came out with the mask, like right at the top of the ramp, just take it off. Okay, maybe not. All right, um, Dakota Kai. I'm. I'm very distracted. That's, by the way, that's 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 a no for me, dog. All right, to each his own. <laughs> to each his own. Um, I guarantee next week he'll do it. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez uh, taking on Kaden Carter and Casey Kentonzaro. Uh, Kadenzaro, excuse me. Do you remember her from uh, 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 American Ninja Warrior? I do not, but I do know watch? her as uh, Rico Ricochet's piece. Ricochet's girl. This is true. Should say, excuse yes. me. At least, at least she's getting work. Um, Heyo. That is a huge bitch. Uh, let me just say that right now. She's a big, big lady. She's a big, tall lady. <laughs> she's a big, tall lady, and I, I like it. Uh, yeah, she destroyed. She her. makes you look small. She uh, makes me look small. She's, I mean, she's not fat. She's like height wise, she makes me look small. Oh yeah, no, she. I would, I would chew tower over me, and I would climb her. Um, it's a good, I would climb. It, it's a good thing. Lisa doesn't listen. Uh, carrying cross, taking down Bronson Reed. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I like this. This is gonna sound insanely. Uh, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but very stiff. <laughs> carrying cross, both of them, both Bronson oh, and yeah. carrying, but very stiff with the punches, man. Just like, oh yeah. Going in with them, um, I actually just watched uh, Carrion. Cro I'm sorry, what well, he wasn't carrying at the time. Mm -hmm. Killer, Cross Killer Cross in AAA mm -hmm. at Triple Mania, mm -hmm. and uh, it was again. It was in a tag team against uh, two other luchadors, and on the other team was uh, Psycho Psycho Clown. Okay. I think was one of them, mm -hmm. and uh, Cody Rhodes and Kane Velasquez. Oh, yeah, and I didn't know Kane Velasquez's uh, debut in AAA was against Killer Cross. Killer Cross, and he had Cody on his side, and Cody couldn't land either of them in AEW. That's mind blowing. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's very weird. I wonder what happened. <laughs> WWE got money. Cash is that cash money? But then again, AEW got money, so yeah, that's that's not an excuse anymore. 
<laughs> it's, I know. It's two billionaires, like legit billionaires. Um, yeah. It's yeah. like if George Stein, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, George Steinbrenner had another George Steinbrenner to have to play against. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Billions everywhere. Um, yeah, Cross, Cross getting the win on that one. Uh, I'm not understanding why Rhea Ripley is being uh, basically demoted as far as storyline goes. They have nothing for her. Uh, so they have a storyline with her and Leah and Robert Stone. And um, Is any part of you hoping that she loses next week? Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> me too. I, I hope she joins Robert Stone brand, just like begrudgingly fights. Like, Such a big come up for Robert Stone, let me tell you. I, I think the... <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it's a definitely a move down for Ripley, but a move up for Stone. Um, and they're going to have an intergender match now. Yeah. Which is next level, because that hasn't happened in forever. Uh, but he, Forever. Forever. But he but he could definitely, because he's got that size and that just that, that persona to kind of pull off the uh, the wimpy <laughs> the wimpy guy against the, uh, the strong lady. Yeah, the cuck. Um, the cuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. If you're and he plays it well. Familiar. <laughs> familiar with porn? Go watch. Uh, Dexter <laughs> Loomis. Uh, this whole this whole stalker storyline is, is hysterical to me. Uh, with Roderick Strong, he plays it off. I thought this was hilarious. The the best part of this whole thing was him trying to jump the barrier, run right into the plexiglass. The plexiglass. I am I am a fan, a huge fan of the storyline, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just it, him stalking, uh, and then Loomis sometimes coming out with these uh, caricatures. Um, too bad though that his last caricature was a Velveteen Dream, and we didn't even talk about that. The uh, yeah, let's get Velveteen to, let's get to that uh, has, really quick on a side tangent. He's got he's got one foot on a chopping block, and the other one is on a banana peel. Yeah, chop. Yes, and he's he's got a fucking axe right in between his legs, and it is coming. Fast from what I've heard. Yep. So yep. I don't know if we see much of the Velveteen Dream it's, in uh, NXT anymore. Yeah, However, no. look out for Red Velvet on AEW. Let me tell you. I love that joke. Uh, the idea. I couldn't. What? What's? What? What better goes with Velvet? I don't know. I couldn't think of anything else. Red, red Velvet. <laughs> I think red Velvet is the only thing that comes up. You the, can't go Dream. Dream's already taken over yeah. there, kind of. Uh, Nightmare's taken. Nightmare's taken too. You can't do Dream because that's you know Dreams in the Rafters. It's done. Oh, Dreams in the Rafters. Yeah, but in WWE <laughs> and in AEW. Let's, uh, be, let's be honest. I don't know. Let's be honest. I, I, I think that's that can only happen when Cody gets his last name. What that the that Cody becomes the American Dream? No, that Cody can say Rhodes. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, this we I was just talking to Rob about this. The the idea of these trademarks is hysterical to me. Like you trademark your name. So like he he was telling me like Hulk Hogan had his name it, he was Hogan when he came in WWE he left with with Hulk Hogan but in WCW he couldn't use Hulkster he couldn't use Hulkamania those were all trademarked by WWE yeah um, just makes sense for the heel turn now <laughs> there you go <laughs> there you go um, so yeah so there, WWE has been reported as saying that they are looking to rid themselves now that they've gone on, on that massive firing spree. Uh, back in april um it seems like it was yesterday uh that they now that was can, april, april 15th. oh yeah april 15th yeah. it was tax day, tax day yeah. that's it's because irs got so fucking let go only, from, from wwe yeah, that's, right. that's the only <laughs> reason why i remember that date because yeah. it was tax day um well, it was supposed to be it wasn't this year yeah, that's right. right right um 
but yeah, that since they did all that firing, that they might as well just keep going and get out all the the bad seeds in the in both organ in all the organizations. Uh, NXT UK most definitely included because that seems to have stemmed the majority of it from there. Yeah, there seem to be a lot of uh, similarities in the speaking out movement, mm-hmm. yeah. and a lot of it had to come from across the pond. Across the pond, <laughs> and uh, now that there is no longer a interim. Uh, cruiserweight title <laughs> it is just the cruiserweight title thanks to uh, buddy boy there uh, basically screwing his, screwing the pooch and being accused of, of see uh, but here's the thing it's still it's okay that Jordan Devlin doesn't have the cruiserweight title mm-hmm. even if he got stripped of the title and they called this one the interim if they just call this one the cruiserweight title now it's all fine and good Whenever Jordan Devlin does come back, if he comes, because back. he will, you say that he's way too much of a talent. You say he's that too much. He's too much of a talent, man. You say it. You say it. So so is Rusev. He's gone. You say it. Mm. So so was uh, so was Revival. They're gone. Um, so was, yeah, so but was, that's because Revival got buried. So was Brody Lee. So was uh, so was Dean Ambrose. You had things there, and you didn't know how to do it, and or how to use them properly. Yeah, but this guy's young. Doesn't matter, dude. Like he's he's so was so was freaking Enzo, <laughs> and people hated him backstage. McMahon loved him. The only reason why he got the push that he got was because McMahon loved him so much. And he was there was no way that he, even he could get him over this. He was he was blatantly accused of uh, sexual assault. Yeah, but the problem fired, in that case fired was that they didn't do their investigation because he got cleared of it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But that's but that's, that's the thing. They don't want the exactly. It's, it's fire first and ask questions later. They don't want mm-hmm. to hear that. They don't want to hear that shit. So now yeah, they're guilty and pro- guilty until proven innocent. That's right. Right. Yeah. It's trial a, by fire type we, shit. We keep saying it. This they're they're going out there putting these guys at risk with this this disease, this virus. Business is business. It doesn't matter what angle, what avenue, what level. Business is business, and they'll take out who they have to take out to make them look better. And if this Damn is one, right. of those, one of those things where the women are just accusing guys and they have proof of it, gone. <laughs> just gone. And not just in WWE. It's, it's, it happened across the board. Your, your boy, uh, my boy, Sammy Guevara, gone for a month, no pay. Um, no, but That's suspended. That's not fired. I said gone you for a month. You know what I mean? Gone for a month. Right, yeah. Gone for a month. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, WWE is very quick on the trigger with most situations, unless they're vetted. That's why nothing has come out about Matt Riddle. Right, because he had, because he had they proof. have allegedly known about that, he had and proof. they they what? He had, they had proof. They had DMs from her. They had proof. Yeah, that's why he was. That's why he was. He was exonerated <laughs> because he had proof. These guys don't have proof. That's why I hate that. that like Joey Ryan. Joey it's Ryan. the worst. The worst thing. For, I don't want to talk about Joey I, Ryan. I know. His whole thing is sexual assault. Like that. We've we've said this before. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> like that's his gimmick. Next thing, if if that is that if that's your bar by what you're going by, you're gonna but have a just... Netflix documentary about Dexter Loomis being a serial killer <laughs> in 15 years. But okay, that, but that's he, just that's how it's gonna go. But Joe, it's supposed to be his gimmick, dude, not his life. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's where sometimes wrestlers they say wrestlers are, are who they are in real life. That's yeah, at some point that's got to stop. Yeah, he got to cut that tie and just be like, all right, I leave that at the door when I go home. <laughs> got to separate the art from the artist, man, dude. That's that's that, there might be a that, that's that's a deep think right there. That's a deep dive to go into yeah. <laughs> as far as like the psychology of wrestlers and how far they will go outside of this PC, outside of the arena. They take the character, they put, they take off the costume, and what what do they have after that? Are they still the same person, or are they someone totally different? 
Yeah. If you're that same person and your gimmick is sexual assaults, yeah, you might <laughs> you might have a problem. You might have a couple skeletons especially, in your closet. Especially us. I'm not saying they're all skeletons, but you know, you there's got a, probably got a, a couple few. hidden bones somewhere. You got a few. Especially when your your rebuttal from everything was uh I have nothing else to say right now. Um we'll we'll I have nothing else to say right now and I am going to close my promotion. But I haven't done anything. <laughs> uh Okay. But uh well, I'm talking about Joey Ron. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. All right. Bar wrestling, you ever heard of it? No, I have not. Yeah, he has a little had a little thing out and in California. You don't go other than PWG. You don't go quietly which, into the good night unless you are if you are innocent, if you are actually innocent. You said this back in the day when when uh, A-Rod was uh, was being accused of uh, taking steroids, HGH. If you are innocent, you will come out as being innocent. You will not like flutter away and say I we will I'll talk when uh, when things come out and and uh, kind of like put it to the side as as if like you know you don't want to talk anymore because you you'll bury yourself even further. That's why when when Matt came out immediately after this all came out, it was like okay he's got something to say. Oh look at that he's he's got proof. Yeah. <laughs> so and all that to say, Velveteen Dream one foot out the door. Um, it's not like one in a banana peel. I'm gonna beat that joke until the ground until people start hearing it in their sleep. Dead. Beat it dead. Uh. Oh, and then we had our, our, our main event, the, uh, the, the sole reason why they, they took out AEW Dynamite. Um, I, I, I was not expecting this, this outcome. I'm not I'm mad at it. I wasn't expecting it with uh, Keith. What were you expecting? I was expecting You were expecting Fergal to pull it out? I wasn't going to say Fergal. I was going to say Finn Balor, but you said it. Um, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Finn I did Balor. I thought Finn Balor was going to win. Um, I didn't think Johnny had a chance, but I like Lee and Cole, and not only do I like Lee and Cole, but I think that because that's happening on the second night of Fighter Fest, Lee's going to win. They've been they've been making such a big deal about this this streak. Yep, he's going to win. <laughs> yep. Okay, so here's a theory into why Keith Lee won against both Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. So how how much have you gotten into of Game of Thrones? I think I'm on season like the end of season three. Okay, so do you know what the three the three eyed raven is? Past, present, future, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So it knows everything, and it will know everything about what NXT is. Mm-hmm. Finn Balor is the third eye raven of <laughs> okay. NXT. Okay. Johnny Gargano, as everybody well knows, is the heart and soul of NXT. Mm-hmm. So what better way to put a man over than to both beat the memory? The heart and the soul of NXT. Wow, you're you're that is wow. You know what? I went deep. That was deep. I went deep, bro. Wow. About to get. Um, you ever see the movie Scanners? Yeah. <laughs> My mind's gonna be blown. Um, yeah, that was deep. I was thinking more Mars Attack. Yeah. Okay. Or uh, <laughs> maybe Austin Powers with the Britney Spears segment. I only say maybe Scanners. Yeah, I only say Scanners because as a kid, I remember seeing that. This was like an '80s movie. If you've never seen Scanners, it's a horrible, horrible movie, but. The, the basically the premise is that they have these powers to be able to read people's minds and just kill people just based on having like this psychic ability to make their heads explode. And this guy does it on live TV to this this reporter. And it was one of the freakiest things just seeing his head explode, his fake head just explode. But it's just the way it looked was just so spectacular that every time I, I think about uh, like something mind boggling, I, I go straight to scanners. Um, you know, I said mind bottling until I was like twenty. I said my bag until I was like 
What? 25. Instead of my bad, my bag. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you were the originator of my bad? Because, I mean, well. <laughs> I just thought everybody was saying my bag. I was like, what, what's my bag? Oh, my bag. My bag. Um, my bag. <laughs> no idea. Uh, People only knew what you were talking about once in the airport. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> at the bump into him, my bag. My bag. Like, no, my, dude, this no, this, this is, is my bag. This is mine. I don't know what you're talking about. But um, so Keith Lee in two weeks taking on uh, Adam Cole on July 8th, the second night of Fighter Fest. That's gonna be a good night, dude. I, I think I might. Uh, yeah. So it's between and see, and that's the thing. I'm more excited for this match than I am for for uh, Moxley and Cage. Well, here's the thing: as main events, Moxley and Cage. If it doesn't happen live at Fighter Fest mm-hmm. because of health concerns or whatever, sure. they will tape it sometime before Fighter Fest and air it during Fighter Fest. But he's still he's still in quarantine. This is where the whole what thing the gets shit? real mixed okay. up in well, my head. All right. <laughs> because I'm telling you what I read. Uh-huh. And I still have yet to process it what it means. I don't understand that. So then Because it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. Because then you might as well you're putting Cage at risk. You're putting Taz at risk. You're putting. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It was the the whole thing about it was that it was in an empty arena. But you're still putting two other people at risk, including the ref. <laughs> Three people, okay. including uh, the, the ref, Taz, Brian Cage. Taz, there we go. You'd That's be, what I was thinking you'd of. You'd be four, the four people. Uh, four it, people. So what's the point? <laughs> I don't know. What the hell? And then where, where you, what are you going to do with commentary? You know, do everybody you do pull tomorrow via satellite? You pull tomorrow, like he's been doing for the past two months. And a Beth Phoenix. You're gonna see you're gonna see Jim in a bathrobe and a fucking ten gallon hat. They could have done that before too, when when it was just Jericho and, and Shivani. Uh they could have. I mean, maybe he's not so but tech I wasn't, savvy. I wasn't be, mad at it. I wasn't mad at no, I wasn't mad at it either, but I'm saying in hindsight, they could have they definitely could have had something going on, especially with Excalibur. I mean, they could have had him just they still have him sitting in his, his bathrobe at home with his mask on. I'm sure. Oh, that'd be hilarious! I'm sure he never takes he never takes off, even when he. Bro, Excalibur's got to be so pissed about the mask that he wears because it it covers all of his face except his mouth. Yeah. So if he's got to go out and then put on a mask on top of it, yo, your whole head is covered like a condom. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's pretty. It's gonna be tough to breathe. I know. It's just such a weird thing to do I, I know it's like it's 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 like a it's very unique in it's in in the capacity that it's in because he's an announcer and announcers don't wear masks so i i can appreciate him trying to think outside the box but for that particular that particular set of skills it just seems yeah. very weird to, <laughs> to do that have a mask on here's my gimmick i'm gonna be an announcer with a mask um even though it's going to make hinder my ability to do my job i, I don't know He's he's done well with it though. He's, he's I've grown to like him a lot. Um, I, I, just like Jim Ross in the beginning, I was kind of like, "What?" And now I'm, I'm I'm on board. Yeah, but they could have done something, they, especially their relationship now. Like the way the two of them feed off each other. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it definitely works. It's just uh, very weird, <laughs> very weird gimmick. Excalibur is what Brian Saxon hoped to be. Yes, because they showed him all the time. Yeah, yeah. But he can also jab and you know bob and weave a little bit. But you can see when when like when someone has like the knowledge of moves like Moro, like Excalibur, like when they go to someone like that. When when Tony Khan, when you listen to the podcast with Excalibur, when Tony Khan asks you to come up with a move for some wrestler, 
in this case it was it was uh, pack uh like for his finisher that's huge like you know so so yeah. you coming up with the, the having that that trust to have an announcer come up with the 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 name of a move is big um saxon doesn't seem to do that saxon doesn't seem no. to, to have that kind of knowledge when it comes to just move, like move sets um, no he just knows how to get hit in the nads by austin by austin <laughs> he did apologize he did say he was sorry um so then on to AEW Dynamite, which I think of all the things here for the Knights, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm digging the, the Britt Baker segments with, with Tony Schiavone and the, uh, the clothesline, yeah. the notes on the clothesline. Um, she got all that dump, that trash dumped on her. <laughs> that's okay. That, yeah. That between that and, uh, I'm in, I'm digging big swole now. <laughs> like, I think she's hysterical. Uh, last week she called her a heifer this week, uh, just standing basically over her head while dumping trash on her. Um, I'm all about it. I like it. <laughs> I like God, it. damn it! Oh. There's already somebody in AEW called Red Velvet. Damn it! Ah, uh, see, your joke is null and void. Your Fuck. lame ass joke is null and void. I apologize. Shit. Maybe someday. God damn it! I gotta punch it up better. Sorry. I'll do better next time. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of It'll which, never happen again. Speaking I'll of which, ten lashings once this is done. Karashita defeated red velvet <laughs> in about two seconds flat because this was one of my favorite uh, segments of the night so she comes out Pen- penelope ford is standing there with uh kip sabian outside the uh the the railing there um they get into like a shoving match she just starts the match with red velvet does her uh, falcon arrow one two three immediately runs after penelope ford and bashes her and they start a fight that was awesome it was just like it, I, I have no time for this <laughs> i'm just gonna defeat you and then go back to my business with her that was great. Uh, I I was they, all, all of one minute in that whole segment. That was that was actually really good. Um, the press conference with uh, with Cody and Jake Hager. That was awesome. That was awesome. That also, was- I forgot how much of a piece Jake Hager's wife is. Good God, man! <laughs> oh my God! Good God! The whole, then the whole thing making it feel like a real fight, feel like having the fist in his face, and and then she throws the water in his in uh, Cody's face. Yeah, no, she is. I love how Allie was there, but QT wasn't because he was sick. Yeah, like she's that. part of the family now. Allie's got to, <laughs> Allie's got to, uh, got to represent. Um, Brody Lee uh, with Boom Boom Cocabana taking on Bad Boy Joey Janela and and Sunny Kiss. I forgot how funny it is to watch Sunny Kiss because he's so effeminate, but then when he wrestles. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just like watching this like luchador just bouncing all over the place. Yeah, um, and then his, and then you hear Jim Ross mislabel her, and then him. you hear Jim Ross say, "She, she." Another gem by Jim, man. <laughs> he listen. It, it, he it's, did it's well. Once a he week. did well the whole time. It's once a week. The whole time he did very well. He said she. He just had that that one slip. I rewound that at least three times. <laughs> like he, yeah, he actually say she. <laughs> I as mean, soon as I heard it, I was like, no, Vince, Jim. No. I mean, Jim, Vince, Jim. You uh, can't dead name people, dude. Oh, Jesus. Like, it was just like so blatant, too. And he caught himself, too. Anytime that you know that everybody's silent, like, they're always like bouncing back and forth. Boom, boom, boom. Last week, it was girth. Silence, silence, silence. Athletic earth. This week, <laughs> she. Silence, silence. And then, and then he, he, he jumped in quicker this week. But man, Jim, jeez, <laughs> it happens once a week. There should be whatever, whatever it is 
It should be like we should have a new theme every week. It's what did Jr. say, and then we'll we'll play it back. <laughs> and then this is this like the jaw dropping moment that Jr. had for the week during Dynamite because it happens. Once Ladies a week. and gentlemen, it's time for another edition of what stupid <laughs> shit did Jr. say? It happens every day. Hey, everybody! This is your favorite game show. <laughs> it happens every week. Uh, I can't wait for next, this week. <laughs> what is Jim going to say this week? Um, yeah. <laughs> she anyway. Uh, she enjoyed Janela loss to uh, <laughs> to Brody Lee and Colcabana. Um, but I'm, they did have matching gear. I did appreciate that. I'm not going to lie. They did. Yeah. yeah. Um, FTR uh, taking on uh, SCU. Um, <laughs> I can't. Yes. This was better than than Omega and Hangman versus the Bucks, in my opinion. I like this better. Okay, I can agree with that. It wasn't so spotty. It right. seemed like a like a. Well, you're not gonna get spots with FTR, which which is what I like. Yeah, you're gonna get a knock them down, drag them out yeah. fight. Yeah, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I loved I'm, every second of I'm, it. I'm curious to see um, when when it inev- inevitably happens when FTR takes on Young Bucks, how that's gonna play out. Because I know, I know FTR can has done that well with, especially in WWE, pairing, all out pairing off. Uh, okay, that's what I'm going to say. Pairing off with wrestlers that are high flyers. Um, so we'll see because they're definitely not high flyers. The, the the biggest move that they do is that that finishing move where they jump off. He jumps off the top rope and pile drives. Yeah, the stick. shatter machine or yeah, whatever the fuck which they call I, it, like, now. it still looks kind of ridiculously stupid. Um, but they couldn't do that. By the way, did you, did you know that they could not do that? They were banned. That move was banned in WWE. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Just always kind of interesting. Uh, Butcher and the Blade then. Because uh, let's be honest, Tombstone is an Undertaker thing. Because that's what they're doing. But they're doing, they're doing a pile driver, though. That, too. But you see someone get put up like that, everybody thinks Tombstone. Hmm. Especially, like, WWE marks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, FTR takes the win, and then uh, the Butcher and the Blade the, take the pickup truck, FTR's pickup truck, with the Lucha Bros uh, in the ring. So that is setting, oh, that is setting up for Fighter Fest. Nice my little, God. Nice little 4-4. Four four. I was out of my seat with almost fully raged emotions <laughs> pouring out of me. Just your, your, just your emotions, okay. When... Uh, the blade picked up that steel pipe, that lead pipe, mm-hmm. and threatened to do damage to that car. I almost jumped through my television and transported to Jacksonville to kick the shit out of that man myself. <laughs> you are very... As you well know, and everybody knows on this show, I will not take it when someone beats down another man's car. You just don't do that. You just don't do that. Weird... Fight me like a man. Don't take it out on the. <laughs> don't take it out on the fucking car. Like a man. You have a weird uh, fascination with cars and. Grew up on cars my whole life, man. You love. I fucking love cars. You love. And cars. you disrespect something like that, you disrespect me personally, <laughs> and I'll come after you. Um. So angry. <laughs> and, uh, All right, promo's over, guys. I'm going back. <laughs> and we're back. back. Joe Black's back. Kenny Omega vers- and uh, Hangman Page had a uh, video package um, talking with uh, against best friends in their upcoming match. We had a substitute match with uh, 
aforementioned Brian Cage against John Cruz. That was actually supposed to be uh, Moxley against Cruz. And because Moxley is wifed up to someone who has the virus, can't do it. Sorry. Uh, can't do it. Sorry. Destroyed. But he tested negative. He did? I saw. Yeah, I saw he tested negative twice. I think he took a test. Okay. Since that came out. Okay, good. Um, we see backstage with Lee and Cabana backstage. Um, they're going to fight SCU at Fighter Fest. Uh, Cabana was not too thrilled with that. Uh, I love, uh, I have been coming around a lot on uh, Cole Cabana being in the Dark Order. Okay. For the simple fact that having Cole Cabana as like one of those like half non-believers, but mm-hmm. will also execute orders given to him. Because mm-hmm. you saw him like at the end of that promo, he's like, hang on a second. We're, we're taking on SCU. It's like, yeah, don't worry about it. And he's like, I don't know. And then as soon as it cuts out, he goes, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. This is before. Um, I like Coco Man a lot. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. This is the part where Big Swole just threw trash all over uh, Britt Baker. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm, I'm all about, I can't talk. <clears throat> uh, it's okay. You're choking up. It's AEW wasn't the best this week. It it's wasn't okay. that, they'll, they'll get back to it. I'm I promise. A little upset. But I am, I am, I am still, I'm, like I said before, I am all about Big Swole now with this. I wasn't really a fan, but she is. the two of them are playing this off against each other very well. And I like the mm-hmm. fact that because Britt Baker is hurt, it doesn't mean that she's out. And you know, bless her for still coming to the, the arena and doing her bit, even though she can't wrestle for another you know, month. Um, and that's good for Big Swole, too, because then it gives her a push while not having to get hurt at all. <laughs> like, as far as like having to wrestle, this is like a dream scenario. You are, you're getting pushed uh, in the women's <clears throat> division. Against Britt Baker, uh, the top top heel female, and uh, top female, and uh, it, it's it's a good look and it, it's it's funny. I found it very hysterical. Um, let me wrap things up with Broken Matt Hardy. I, I love what JR is always like. Which one are we getting this week? Um, and then he comes out and he's like, "Which one are we getting?" Like Jim, he's right there. Yeah, look. the, the <laughs> fucking look, music Jim. hit. The music hit Jim, yes. and it read Damascus <laughs> on the fucking Titantron. That's right. Like at, it's at your two o'clock, now, open, man. Come on, <laughs> open your eyes, there, Jimbo. Um, with Neil one, the drone uh, taking on Santana. Um, but no, Sammy Guevara. Anyway, be fun. I should have known that it, this was going to set up a tag match between them and Private Party, and I am really happy that it is going to turn into a, a tag match between uh, Santana and Ortiz and Private Party. Mm-hmm. Because then uh, I think that they should build that as uh, the Battle of New York. Oh. Uh, right? <laughs> right? I know. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And I'm actually pretty hyped for that match. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, I'm, I'm also glad the private party's getting their, their due here. Uh, and then mm-hmm. wrap, wrap things up with uh, Le Champion and uh, Orange Cassidy. A- any t- I, as soon as he said, if you do that, that kicked me in the shin. <laughs> Shit. Um, and he opened up the whole the whole segment with just saying repeatedly, why did the chicken cross the road? He said it must have mm-hmm. said it like, like six or seven times. Yeah. Um, it was a lot. It, it was a lot. Um, he said, but the more, it's, the more you hear it, the more annoying you realize it is. And that's you, Orange Cassidy. You're an annoying joke of pro wrestling. And the more I see you, the more you piss me off. <laughs> um, yeah, he said, he said, I'll kick your teeth in. I'm going to make you. I make sure you run out of juice. 
the timing he had on that one too was hilarious. Hilarious. And then after all that, uh, Cassidy grabs the mic, puts it on the floor, and then he does the shit. He said the shit. If you do that that shit, I will knock you out. Uh, he does it. He kicks him in the shin. He does the super kick to his his shin. Puts his hands in his pockets, and then that's when they all just went out, went insane, and, and then went all over the arena, bashing each other uh, from pillar to post, as they say. And then, of course, it ended with somehow Orange Cassidy had another pair of glasses on him. Well, if you look, if you watch that segment again, um, when he 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 walked up the stairs, and then he take it forever <laughs> because of wrestling. Walked up the stairs, ran down the stairs, uh, need Jericho. He went flying. And then if you see the camera is about to pan over to see Jericho, you see Cassidy go down, pick up the glasses. They were already planted behind the wall there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so if you watch again, right. you see him pick it up. And then the camera comes back and he has the glasses on his face. Um, well, I still live in kayfabe, so uh, sorry, I can't buddy. believe Orange Cassidy had the uh, glasses on him the whole time. It was, magical. It was, in, it was insane. Magical glasses. I'm looking forward to Through this Through all of that, the glasses didn't do anything. I'm looking forward to that match. Not only am I looking forward to that match, um, but I, I think Cassidy's going to win because Jericho can put over uh, younger talent very well, and he's been doing that his entire career. He's got the, the Undertaker thing about that. Um, That's true. Going for very him. true. So I think Cassidy might actually win this, and it'd be better for Jericho. Doesn't need it. This we always talk about what what they need and don't need. Uh, Jericho doesn't need it. Cassidy does, and it'll be a good look. Uh, so yeah, not not as good as NXT, um, and it, ratings reflect that. But uh, the last couple of matches were actually very entertaining. Um, you think it had a lot to do with the fact that AEW's last segment was not a wrestling match? And that NXT's last segment was such a good fucking wrestling match. Well, it's not. They don't. They don't. They don't rate those based on like the last <clears throat> last half hour, last quarter hour. I mean, they, there are there are. No, segments I know, but there was they, no. That's what I'm saying. There was no clear main event right. on AEW. So right. So so advertised on NXT was that match, whereas AEW. That's what I'm, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, I yeah. love when I hear that. It's it's so rare. I think that's why I'm going coarse because I, I keep I'm saying that you're right and just it's making me nauseous. Um, I think that's what the thunder was too. God knew, <laughs> God knew that I was going to be right. He was like, "Oh God, I got to put this guy in this place again." Someone's playing bowling up there. Um, <laughs> and then wrapping things up with Friday Night SmackDown and in a weird opening match here because we're, we're I was watching it with Rob and Steph and they were like, "Why is Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss going after each other?" And we're like, oh, I thought this was a tag team match. Nowhere did I even hear them say it was a fatal four-way match. But yeah, it was a fatal four-way match. Um, So we had Nikki Cross and Lacey Evans, Dana Brooke and Alexa Bliss. Lacey Evans, by the way, having uh, some newly uh, bikinied photos out there. Just amazing. Um, It was a one-piece, but I see where you're going with it. Yeah, but it it was an amazing one-piece. It was. It was. It was. was. Speaking of One Piece, how many times do you think uh, Nikki Cross banged her boobs this this past week? Uh, I only saw it once. It was just once. I think it was. I was disappointed in how little it was. Oh, I'm usually I missed. Out. I missed the. I missed that segment, so that's why I, I had to ask. Yeah, it was. It was not a good day for the drinking game. The uh, Nikki Cross, <laughs> Nikki Cross bang boob drinking game. Um, patent that. That's that's a that's a tough one to get out. Nikki Cross bang boob. Uh yeah, so Nikki Cross takes takes that one, and was there any stipulation with that as far as like winner gets the company? Um, no, no. Nope, oh, 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 I'm not. sorry, no was. I'm sorry, I lied. A SmackDown Women's Championship opportunity was on the line. Oh. So yeah, so she will then win the entire company from Vince McMahon. Um, 
New Day yeah. and Lucha House Party defeating Ms. Morrison, uh, Shinsuke, and Cesaro. Uh, figured. Figured. I'm always impressed with Lucha House Party and that one move that he, that uh, I, I keep Grand, Grand Metalik. Grand Metalik gets on Lince Dorado's shoulders, right? Or is it the other way around? Lince, but yes. Lince. Dorado. Is it Lince? It is. Lince Dorado. Lince Dorado. I don't know. The one guy from Lucha House Party gets on the other guy's <laughs> and, and then he, he does like a splash <laughs> off his shoulders. That's all I know. Um, yeah. I'm impressed by that. Uh, and then Jeff Hardy. It came, by the way, they, they started this whole thing off with uh, <clears throat> cl- uh, clapping in unison, uh, heels and faces alike, saying thank you, Taker. Everybody but uh, King Corbin. And <laughs> Corbin went throughout the entire show mocking The Undertaker. Um to the point where Hardy had to defend his, his honor, the Undertaker's honor, and have a match with him at the end of the night. It ended up being like a lumberjack match. Um, where we saw Jay's, Jay Uso have his his face covered in a uh, bandana. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you right now. Yes. Eight reasons why the Undertaker is not going to retire. <laughs> and we will end the show with this. Yes, go ahead. Drew McIntyre. AJ Styles, Did that Keith Lee, Carrion mm-hmm. Cross, mm-hmm. The Fiend, Finn, Finn Balor, and Baron Corbin. So you're saying that he needs to have matches with all these people? I'm not saying he needs to have matches with all those people. I'm just saying any one of those people would make a great, great match for The Undertaker to have no matter who it is. And I had said to you, because I was a little ahead, I was a little ahead in the SmackDown show mm. when I was watching with you guys. And Baron Corbin did some stuff in that match, and I was like, watch out. Baron Corbin is calling out The Undertaker. Mm. And this is the same way it happened with AJ. It started small, mm. little things, and then it built to something. Um, uh- Survivor Series. I hope you're right, but I, back where it all began. I, th- <laughs> I think uh, I, I would say no only if he, he had not signed a 15 year contract, um, which is always uh, interesting to me that he signed such a long contract and is going to retire now and maybe do like a Ric Flair kind of thing. Um, and the good thing about Survivor Series mm-hmm. is that you can have the Undertaker lose to Baron Corbin, have him so much over as a heel, and it not affect the WrestleMania streak. Well, at what point though are you going to stop calling Wolf? He's been doing this for years. At some point, yeah. how many times are you going to have all wrestlers come on and ramp there and go, thank you, Taker, and then he's, oh, he's back. Are we going to do this again? Oh, shit, okay. Thank you, Taker. Oh, he's wrestling again? Okay. All right. He wants to do who? He wants to wrestle a carrying cross? Okay. All right. Oh, he's in NXT. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Thank you, Taker. Thank you so much for oh, you. Oh. Yeah, but hang on. Oh, Ricochet. You hear oh, the Ricoch- belt? Okay, you- let's get Ricochet back here. <laughs> Okay, if Ricochet did a did a moonsault into a into Tombstone Pile Driver. He uh, excellent. All right, Super Showdown. How much money you get? Oh, okay. All right. oh, to who? You want to wrestle Hornswoggle? No, this is not a thing. This, <laughs> <laughs> this can't be a thing. Stop it. Uh, Accompanied by the gobbledygooker. Like this is not. <laughs> this can't be a thing. You said what, Mark? <laughs> we don't have El Torito on El the roster Torito. anymore. <laughs> he was fired. He said naughty things. Uh, yeah. Oh God! I can only hope. Listen, but yeah, only one can hope. That's only, it. Only one can hope, dude. Yep. And I'm giving you eight reasons to hope right there. I think it was eight. 
I, I think it was eight. I seven? think it, it sounded like it was seven. I think it might have been eight. But I will say that if it was anybody that um, Michelle McCool would be satisfied with her husband wrestling as a last match, it is AJ Styles. And yeah. I don't know how much better he can do in having an actual match than the Boneyard match. And it seems like everything else that they have done cinematically in the new cinematic era of, of wrestling um, has not been as good as that. And it's no. still that that is the first. It will be the the uh, the torchbearer until and something they come out with something else that is going to blow that away. And so far they haven't done that. So yeah, if Taker goes out, then Taker goes out on top because that that thing was a, a hell of a, a hell of a show. It was. It was. Um, and the last ride was absolutely awesome. I finally right, yeah. finished it. It yes. was. It was incredible. I'm right. so happy that came out while he was still alive. I would have cried at the end. I swear. <laughs> That that Johnny Cash song was yeah. oh my god yeah that whole that whole I'm gonna start <laughs> I'm gonna start crying getting, <laughs> getting verklempt um yeah it was it was very touching seeing that end and then just kind of like saying like I I could be done. George Strait I'm sorry I'm pretty sure it was George Strait okay I, I needed to get that correct I'm glad you're Troubadour Troubadour by George Strait I'm pretty sure is what it was I'm glad you're vindicated I, I just I needed to get that correct I'm glad you're vindicated um next week Feels good. This like this week, we have uh, Fighter Fest Week One. That's happening. We are we are in a as Jim Ross had put it a it's a pay per view for free, uh, free level. Pay-per-view. It's a free a free preview free preview. Um, that is happening this week. Uh, more on setting up Extreme Rules Horror Show. I would still like to know if anybody knows out there why they did Horror Show. Please hit us up on Twitter at Sons of Slam Show. Um, it, the the signage and the uh, the promotion for that looks like it's from a '90s uh, uh, Hardy Boys horror show, <laughs> a '90s Hardy Boys uh, poster. Um, that says Extreme Rules Horror it Show. Does. Uh, it does look like from a '90s Hardy Boys poster. That's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm looking for. Oh, no, I can't even say that. I'm not even so much looking forward to Extreme Rules. I just don't know what to expect <laughs> from Extreme Rules. I do know. I'm it, looking forward to another pay per view. I'm looking forward to another pay per view. I'm looking forward to Fire Fighter Fest, and I'm looking forward to next week um, having our our main events at NXT um, be so so uh, mind numbingly good. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to those those two going at it. Um, anything else before we wrap this this puppy up here? That is all that I got. Oh, uh, I. I'm watching Billions, and Becky Lynch was on season five, episode one. Oh, and uh, she she actually did a job to Maggie Siff, who, if anybody knows who that is, is Doctor Wendy Rhodes mm. in the in the show, also known as Tara from Sons of Anarchy. If you follow that too, my okay. favorite show. Mm. But uh, it was fucking hilarious because she just come in like, "Where's Doctor?" <laughs> It was bad. She's like, "Where's Where's Doctor Rhodes? Where's Wendy?" Blah, blah blah blah. And then Wendy comes out and she's all fierce and everything. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And just like gets like a nice couple jabs in, throws her across a bunch of computers and shit. Really, fucking investment hedge fund office. It was awesome. It was hilarious. Dan Soder is right to the fucking left of him, just uh, cheering him on because he's a huge wrestling fan. It made me laugh so much. It was hilarious. I, I, I got to go on YouTube and, and check that out. Um, we are going to leave you with. Because there are just so many sound effects uh, going on around us all over the place. Uh, how, how appropriate. Just sound effects and thunder all outside windows. Good old Garth. 
Oh, Garth, sing, sing us out on some thunder rolls. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. You hear the thunders, Reaper's coming, now Reaper's out. And the lightning strike, another love grows cold on a sleepless night. As the storm blows all out of control, deep in her heart, the thunder rolls. The Sons of Slam podcast.